This is Reset. I'm Jen White. There are certain unwritten rules for living in Chicago. Rules like these. Use escalators correctly. Understand that Windy City has nothing to do with weather. Master CTA etiquette. And please, please, we're asking nicely, take your massive backpacks off. Those rules are from Time Out Chicago's recent list of unofficial Chicago rules. Here to discuss those rules and more are two lifelong Chicagoans who know all the ins and outs of the city. Alan Schubart, author of What's With Chicago, and Art Chet Daddy Sims. He's host and executive producer of Real Talk, Real People on WVON. Alan Art, welcome to Reset. Thank you. Hi, it's a pleasure to be here. Okay, we just heard some of the rules included in Time Out Chicago's list, but I want to read a couple more before hearing your thoughts. Know your local grocery stores. Scale back your use of the term shy. Be able to recommend one good pizza spot. Ellen, what rules resonate with you the most? Well, I think that they have some rules that sound like they could be anywhere and not Chicago. Get on the escalator and stay on the right. Unless you're in Tokyo, I can't imagine why (laughs) you would be think that's a rule for Chicago. Um, One of my first rules would be find a lawn chair, whether you have a backyard or not. Because with that snow that may be coming, you're going to have to put it out on the street for dibs, which is a real (laughs) Chicago thing that we all know about. All right, what about you? She took it off my list. That was the first thing I was going to mention, that Chicago is the king of dibs. And and nowhere else do you go that people have dibs. And so that is a very unique uh, Chicago thing of doing the dibs. Now, I've got to ask, because we've done some conversations about this on this show, are you pro-dibs or anti-dibs? Dibs, Ellen. Well, I have to really admit that I live in a high rise, so I don't ever have to deal with it. <laughs> and so I don't take a stand. I just say it is. Uh, it exists. And I suspect it has to do with how well you get along with your neighbors uh-huh. as to whether or not it really works. All right, what about you? When I had a vehicle, I was fortunate enough that every neighborhood I lived in, pretty much everyone parked in the same parking spot every night. I'm a commuter uh, now, mm-hmm. so it's it's a little bit different. So I've never had to do the dibs thing. But I know people who are tried and true. I'm like, is that your sofa out there? <laughs> <laughs> like, did you just put the dishwasher in front of your house to hold a parking space? Commitment. And, and then who gets out to remove this thing? That is yeah. some serious commitment. Now, Ellen, there's a rule on the list that you disagree with quite strongly. And I know you're going you're gonna to break some Chicagoans' hearts here. That rule is accept ketchup on hot dogs. And this is an issue you will go to the mat on. You say never put ketchup on hot dogs. Exactly. Why? Because a Chicago-style hot dog has so many wonderful salty and sour tastes in it. It's got pickles and mustard and celery salt and uh, that neon green relish. And all of those flavors can be overwhelmed by the sweetness of ketchup. So you want to eat ketchup? Go eat ketchup on something else. Hamburgers, bratwurst, I don't care. But leave the Chicago hot dog the way it is. And the unwritten rule is if you're under the age of 17, you don't put ketchup on a hot dog. Art? I was getting ready to say, being a kid from the hood, uh-huh. ketchup was our condiment for a long time. <laughs> it was once I became much older and experienced true Chicago hot dogs is when I found out ketchup was a no-no. But uh, growing up, ketchup was that mainstay, and uh, when you were being fancy, you put a little mustard on it. But ketchup was definitely your condiment of choice. I will say I have been uh, I have been a convert to the no ketchup on hot dog. Before I came here, I was like, what? But I will say, 
the, the combination of the sharpness of the mustard, the sharpness of the pickle, it cuts through the fattiness of the hot dog. And now that's just that's just how I eat. I eat my hot dogs. Yeah, you don't need ketchup to no. hide all those flavors. Those flavors are great. And, you know, the hot dog has a very long history. If you want to put ketchup on a bratwurst, you can go talk to the people up in Racine or something. <laughs> but in Chicago, that, that hot dog, that kosher-style hot dog, comes way back from the 1893 World's Fair on up. So you're eating a bit of history when you do that. Mm-hmm. Now, now, don't tell me not to have ketchup on my, my French fries. because No, no, we'll have that's to fine. That's fine. <laughs> we yes. will have to fight. Now, yeah. we got a tweet from Liz Garibay. She's a born and raised Chicagoan, also the founder of the Chicago Bruzim. And she says she disagrees with the unofficial no ketchup Chicago rule, saying she will defend it till the day I die. Hashtag Chicagoans for ketchup. So, Liz, we're going to let you fight that battle. Well, Liz and I might be on the same page. So you will, I, yeah, you will Liz, I'm your co-chairman. I'm your co-chairman on that one, yes. So even now, like if you go, if you order a Chicago-style hot dog, will you just eat it the way they give it to you or do you ask for ketchup? For some reason, I need that sweetness of that ketchup (laughs) or that barbecue sauce. See, I've even even elevated it more than that now. So I I know, I'm just one of those people. I'm telling you, it must be the childhood ways. Now, Art, I'm just telling you, if folks tweet at you, it's not my fault. (laughs) It's not my fault. I can take it. (laughs) Are there any rules on the list that you feel... You know, they don't really apply to every Chicagoan or aren't strictly Chicago rules. You mentioned the escalator. I mean, any other things jump out to you? Uh, well, they also talked about the uh, transit. Uh, don't stand in front of the doors. Of course you shouldn't stand in front of the doors, and of course everybody does. But they do that in New York. They do that in Paris. They do that everywhere where you find a uh, transit thing. And I hate to keep going back to Tokyo. In Tokyo, they even push you in at the doors. That's with those uh, with those pushers. So I don't think that's necessarily a Chicago um, admonition. I think there are other things that would be more Chicagoan aspect of it. Like if you're going to walk from uh, one place to another, why don't you try the river walk? Now that's a Chicago thing to do. Hmm. Well, I want to hear from you, Art, but first let's go over to the phones. We've got Catherine in Lakeview. Catherine, a Chicago rule for you? My husband and I moved here four years ago from Manhattan, and we are astonished about the difference in the honking between Chicago and New York. (laughs) Wait, is it quieter here or louder? Oh my gosh, it's so quiet here, and my husband... (laughs) was a big honker. I mean, in New York, if the light changes and your car is not in motion, you are going to get blasted by the next three cars. <laughs> Catherine. here, people are so polite and they wait. And if there's a school bus or a garbage truck, everybody waits. And my husband says now when somebody honks, he gives them a look like, what's your problem? <laughs> well, Catherine, thank you for that call. I have had a much different experience <laughs> driving. In my experience, first of all, so I do a lot of driving on Lower Wacker. And apparently the lights down there are just suggestions. That's like you, it's like, it's red. Maybe you want to stop. But then it's, it's a little bit like Thunderdome, too, because three or four cars will continue to move through the light. If, if the light changes and you don't move immediately, people start honking. So, Catherine, I'm glad you're having that experience. Art, what about you? If you're a true Chicagoan, born and raised here, and you have to learn how to drive at a very young age. So you learn the trouble spots. People who are new to Chicago, they have the trouble spot problems. Mm. 79th and Stony Island is an 
intersection that if you've ever had to come through there, it will blow your mind. You've got to figure out which light is my light. Can I turn here? Can I not turn here? And so, you know, I learned at a very young age, there are certain intersections that you've got to get through them no matter what. But you're right about that lower whacker. It yeah. is, it's deep. Yes. Um, and, I, and I would ask um, Catherine, because I think uh, New York is, is noisy with honking. But I would say that Chicago has much worse sounds in terms of sirens, Mm. particularly if you live anywhere near a hospital where the ambulances are coming back and forth all the time. Our sirens are very loud and um, they're used used a lot. Many a recording out in the field has been interrupted by the sound of a a siren. Mm. We've got Claudius in O-Town on the line. Claudius, what's your rule? So I came here when I was a year old from this uh, small town in Bangladesh. And there's a, there a kid, well, he's not a kid anymore, but he designed the Sears Tower. It's called Willis Tower now, everybody knows that. But if you're from Chicago, it's not Willis Tower. And if they had any legislation, I, w- I would help to push it, to name it back to Sears. But Sears Tower is to me. Ah, I got you. I got you. I had this conversation with somebody, oh, gosh, just over the weekend when when she was saying, is that Sears Tower? It's like, well, technically that's not the name anymore, but yes, that is that is the Sears Tower. <laughs> well, you may be um, going to see the end of Willis Tower because mm-hmm. now that Aon uh, and uh, Willis uh, have merged, they likely are going to have to change the name. But I don't think you'll see Sears coming back because it's going to be sold. And you're right. The Sears Tower is one thing. The other one that some people say is Marshall Field. That's we true. don't we don't ever talk about Macy's. We mm-hmm. talk about we talk about Marshall Field. So our history is very important to us, and it makes a lot of us aware of things. And if you're new to the city, it's something that you might want to learn a little bit about. Yeah, Art, you want to jump in here? I feel the same way. I'm, I'm Sears Tower. I'm Marshall Fields. I'm, you know, the Goldblatt's <laughs> building. I'm all of that. And once I got into radio is when I had to learn to say, wait a minute, you've got to say the correct, correct name. name of these places. <laughs> yeah. Because if not, you'll be educating a city on names that are very old. But I, I'm just, I'm so tried and true to this city that when I take people on tours, I say, listen, that's the Sears Tower. And people know that from all over the world. Right. right. The, the new names, I have to carry a list just to figure out. So what's the new name now? Yeah. Yeah. Well, so we got uh, a tweet from someone that was actually backed up by our very own Lisa Labas, our midday anchor. And she says, my grocery store is the jewels. And when I patronize its store in a store, I'm shopping at Osco's. And we got a tweet from JP who said, you should add S to store names in Chicago that sound like family names. All these jewels, but never targets or no. Walmart. <laughs> no, yes. no, it is jewels. If you ask me all day, every day, it's jewels. Jewel. Yes, and I, I had okay. to correct that recently. Like, oh, it's jewel, Osco. But not- I will say yeah. that is not limited to Chicago. In Detroit, I'm a I'm a native Detroiter. It was Myers and Kroger's, and and there there is no S in any of those things. So I don't know what that is, but that's that's. That's him playing more than Chicago. There it is. And now, of course, there's Mariano's, which is a name mm-hmm. with, the with S, the S, replacing the old Dominic's. Let's go back to the phones. We've got Dan in Norwood Park. Dan, tell us uh, your Chicago rule. No gloves allowed in 16-inch softball. There you go. Okay. Wow. Absolutely right. true. I, I'm not a softball player. Can you... Oh, make a play on what you were just saying. It's always Comiskey Park to me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Absolutely. Dan, thanks so much for the call. Now, Ellie, you know exactly what he's talking about here. I do. Uh, we play a game called softball. We are the only city, by the way, that does that, although there is uh, one other 
that plays something called puffball up in Portland. But it is a 16-inch softball, so it doesn't get caught in a regulation baseball glove, which is a 12-inch ball. Much harder. It's a softball. You pitch underneath, and um, you can find leagues in the park district all through the summer. Wow. It is our sport. All right. Okay. Well, now we know. Let's go back to the phones. We've got Joe and Beverly. Joe, what's your Chicago rule? Pop versus soda. Oh! <laughs> I moved to Florida, and the first time I walked in a place that I'll have a pop, they looked at me like I was crazy. Like, what's a pop? You know? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I couldn't get them to understand it. And it, I, I feel like that's sort of a Midwestern thing. It is. And, and even so, carbonated soda was also brought to the uh, area in the 1893 World's Fair. But it very quickly turns into pop. And that's what everybody's uh, asking for. Now, in some places, I think mostly down south, it's all Coke. So you say, they say, what kind of Coke do you want? And you're um. like, I want Sprite. <laughs> and that was very confusing to me yes. t- to start with. Uh, okay. Are there certain things about Chicago and city life that have changed for you over the years, Art? Oh, I don't know. Uh, growing up here and seeing the very various neighborhoods, the uh, various prejudices that have gone on in our city, uh, I've seen a lot of growth, but I do think that things are very much still the same here. You know, there are north siders, there's the south side, the west side. Oftentimes, the south and west side, we're treated like the uh, relatives you don't want to talk to very often. And I just think that with this being such a world-class city, we should all be as one here. And that's what I'm hoping to see in my lifetime, that we are all as one. Alan, what about for you? Well, he's very esoteric about this. I was going to be much more um, on the top end of things of just the fun stuff. Uh, The city of Chicago has changed dramatically since we put in expressways, where we chopped up our neighborhoods fairly substantially, particularly on the south and um, west sides. Uh, But we are the only people in uh, the nation, probably, who call our expressways by a name. Mm -hmm. And most of those names are Democrats. Surprise, surprise. Some presidents like Reagan get get their own name. But that's one kind of thing that we are unique in. Uh, We also use the L. And as Jeffrey Bayer pointed out on WTTW the other night with his new L train Mm -hmm. um, show, whereas in New York they call everything uh, the subway, even if it's up in the air, we call everything the L, even if it's down in the subway. <laughs> so we are unique in that respect. We're also the the only major city in the United States that has elevated train tracks in its downtown. So we're unique in a lot of ways, and we should be proud of how unique we are. We should also be working on the other, which is, mm-hmm. I think, what Mayor Lightfoot's doing with her East-West Economic well, Opportunity Plan. I think you plan. and I make a great dynamic yeah. team. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We <laughs> might can change that. You know? Y'all are welcome back anytime. I want to go back to the phones. We've got Constantine and Crystal Lake. Constantine, what's your Chicago rule? Well, it's uh, U-turns, believe it or not. Um, my wife, uh, when she moved here from New York, she's a very aggressive driver, but she would never dream of taking a U-turn. Uh, when I first uh, did that, she was totally floored. And then um, I thought it was an isolated incident. But other people from out of town who would visit, I would do routinely U-turns. They could not believe um, that I got away with it. So um, I think that's something unique to this city based on uh, my uh, my experience. Thank you yeah. for that call, Constantine. Maybe I've been breaking the law my whole life, but I've been doing U-turns for a minute, not just in Chicago. I, I, I didn't know that was unique to us, yeah. although, I, although I do know that 
I, on a lot of streets, they'll tell you when you can make a U-turn. Right, it's right. right there on a sign for you. Right, so. and sometimes people pay no attention whether or not they're breaking the rules or not. Let's go right. to Eric in Downers Grove. Eric, what's your Chicago rule? Uh, you don't ever cross the people who are doing traffic control in downtown. Ah. <laughs> yes, he's right. Yes, yes, it sounds like you're speaking from experience there, Eric. I, I used to live on the corner of Roosevelt in Michigan, and we were in the high rise right there. And they, there's always people out there doing traffic control for the big events. And I saw so many people get just absolutely screamed at by the people who were doing traffic control because they didn't stop. They didn't go, whatever it was. You weren't following their directions exactly as they wanted, and they'll get right in your window and, <laughs> and let you and have let it. You, yeah. <laughs> Eric, thanks for that call. We've got time for, I think, one more call. Julia in Andersonville. Julia, what's your Chicago rule? So my Chicago rule is also just a public service announcement for all my fellow cyclists. If you want to bike north or south, do not bike down Ashland or Western um, because you will not end well. (laughs) So there's so many other streets that you can use to get north and south. Damon is a great street. Halstead's a great street. And then, of course, the Lakefront Pass. But Western and Ashland, absolutely no bike zone. Julia, thanks so much for that call. Excellent advice. Hey, if you have other Chicago rules you want to share with us, leave us a voicemail at 888-915-9945. That's 888-915-9945. As we wrap up here, Ellen, I want to make sure you've written uh, several books about the history of Chicago. Your most recent book, What's With Chicago, takes a look at the city's quirks, charms, and, and personality What's your favorite thing about Chicago? I love the fact that you can just walk everywhere. I think the city is beautiful. Um, No offense to New Yorkers, but I'm delighted that we have alleys so that we don't put our garbage out onto the sidewalk. And um, I revel in all of the historic things that go on here. And as I think you know, but um, I am a architectural center guide. So I do the tours. I do the river boat tour. And um, it's just fabulous to look at this legacy that we have here. And Art, what about you as a lifelong Chicagoan? I just love and adore this city. And I wish nothing but the best for our city, our new mayor. And and I'm looking forward to what's next. Uh, I would love to see this city be equal from one end to the other. I am honored to talk to this city every night and encourage them to be the best that they can be. And, and that's it. Just go Chicago. All right. Absolutely. Go that's Chicago. Art Chet, Daddy Sims, host and executive producer of Real Talk, Real People on WVON. And Ellen Schubart, author of What's With Chicago. Ellen Art, thanks so much. Thank you. Pleasure. And that's your Sunday Reset. Hey, thanks so much for tuning in. Hey, if you have the time, pop over, leave us a review for the Reset Podcast. It helps other people find us. I'm Jen White. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday, and let's talk soon.